Hey guys, it's Ed coming to you live from New York City, the, the Nerd Gossip Studios. Um, someone told me about Red Bull and vodka, and let me tell you, OMG, it is the best of the best. I just can't even, I can't even say enough about it. Um, it's so good. That's what I'll be drinking today. As we do a very special edition um, it's gonna be one story, well, one topic, multiple stories, of course, um, but we're gonna talk about the royal wedding. Um, now, obviously, I didn't have this podcast when, uh, Prince William married Kate Middleton, and I'm glad because I was mourning, um, just as I'm sure Michael K. of D-listed fame is mourning, um, his... His uh, royal crush, Prince Harry, marrying Meghan Markle. Um, this is this is a time that none of us really ever thought we would see because, you know, the royals are so prim and proper, and um, Meghan Markle has a past. Um, and if you ever want to read about her past or get to know more about her past, go to Crazy Days Nights. I am telling you, there are so many blind item re- reveals about her past. Even I can't keep up. Um, there's some of the blind items reveal that she was a yachter, which she hasn't told Prince uh, Prince Harry or um, any of the royal family yet. There's also um, she had to get a quickie divorce. The queen has a dossier on her in case she gets out of line. I mean, honestly, it's just anything you can imagine. They've revealed about uh, Meghan Markle. And it's just one of those things where... Um, you, you have to kind of read it to believe it. Um, and I know some people are going to say, Well, see, Diana, it, it has been known to lie, yada, yada, yada. We don't know that they actually lied. There was speculation that they did. What we do know is that there were accusations that... Um, anti-lawyer and was printing false information but with what's coming to light now and the stories they actually match up almost perfectly a few years might have been fudged but that was either to make the blinds harder to guess or um to protect himself so i don't know that he necessarily lied but i would say you know if, if you like the gossip go for the fun of it if you don't don't go of course, if you don't, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, so, the world is waiting for tomorrow, uh, for May 19th, which is Saturday. Um, it's, the wedding's going to be televised um, live around the world. Um, I, I read some figure where they're expecting almost a billion people to be watching on TV. And that's not including those that are going to watch the spectacle in the UK, like it, this is just one of those moments where everyone really is coming together, and it's not because of a tragedy, and that is so wonderful. Um, it, it's one of those. This is one of those moments in time where I'm really glad to be alive. Um, you know, Prince William and Kate Middleton were like the couple, the it couple. But Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, like, 
they take it to a whole new level. Like, one day it could be King William, and um, I, I don't think she'll ever be called Queen. I was just having this conversation with with a friend last night, November O'Malley, who will hopefully be doing a, um, a guest spot with me, a guest hosting, talking about movies. But we were talking about this, and I don't think it'll ever be Queen Kate. I think it'll be, um, it'll always either be Duchess Kate, or she might be the crown princess. Um, but in any case, um, this is, I think this is just a wonderful time, um, and we're going to talk about so many things today. Um, coming up, we're going to talk about how Prince Harry, more than Prince William, is the people's prince, um, and how he actually kind of took that title. I'll be right back. Okay, guys, I'm back. Um. I was asked by one of my friends on Facebook if there's going to be a companion book to the royal wedding. The answer is no. Um, I, I probably could have. I could have probably written it and had it um, edited and published in time for tomorrow. Um, but that felt cheap and exploitative. Um, especially since there have been biographies about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry rushed out. Um, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Um... Right now, let's talk about how Prince Harry has become the People's Prince. Um, I was reading this, reading page six, as I normally do, um, especially since I'm supposed to be working. Sorry, boss. Um, but I, I was reading page six, and um, they had this really interesting piece by a former editor of The Sun. And they talk about how Harry has really just skated around scandal. Um, uh, in 2005, I believe it was, um, they had picked the, a tipster called our editor, I forgot his name, I'm sorry, and offered him pictures of Prince William in a gorilla suit. Now, I don't know why this is tabloid-worthy. I'm sure that there was some sort of spin to this where... You know, it was, like, racist or something. But I don't know what that is. Um, however, um, let, let's just truck on from there. So, we, we, you know, we, there was, these pictures were offered. So they were like, yeah, we want these. So they met, but there was no way to tell that Prince William was actually in the suit. Again, don't know why that's shocking. Um... I'm sure maybe that'll come out one day. But then, the tipster was like, well, if you don't want these, I have Prince Harry in a Nazi suit with a swastika and everything. Do you want that? And he pulled he pulled the pictures out, and the next day it ran as the front page of The Sun. And so it was, you know, rightfully so, and I, I cannot stress this enough, the scandal that followed was right. But there was also people defending him, saying, hey, like, leave this kid alone. Like, let him be him. And it was the first time that you really saw, like... I don't think... I don't want to go as far as to say that Harry could get away with everything. But I think it was the first time we really saw that the British people were going to defend this prince. 
who had wide, who had buried his mother just a few years earlier. And, um, Harry ended up running into the editor at a nightclub, and he followed Harry followed the editor into the restroom and started taking pictures as the dude took a leak. And, you know, he was laughing about it and just, like, just being really silly. But the editor says in the piece, hey, like, I got it. I understand now where you're coming from and what's wrong. Like, I totally get this. And it's just one of those things where you're kind of like, oh, my goodness. Okay, like, I get it. Of course, there were other singles that followed, and he always, Harry, like, always managed to get out of them, um, when he was naked in Las Vegas, um, people wrote it off as just him being a kid, like, him wanting to have a good time, and more so than William, I think Prince Harry got away with a lot, or gets away with a lot, rather, um, maybe it's because there's probably no chance of him ever taking the throne. Um, I I really don't know the answer to as to why he gets away with so much. Um, and and then when they talk about how there's a really complicated relationship with the press, um, when Harry joined the army, he was supposed to go to Iraq and. That was compromised, and he was told he couldn't go, and he was very, very upset about this. Um, he wanted to go and fight with his brothers and sisters in uniform. Um, and then he went to Afghanistan to fight the Taliban. And again, um, there was a compromise, and they had to get him out of there as soon as possible. And on the way back, he worked. He was with two veterans, and he got back to Britain, and they tried to flash a spotlight on him. And he was like, no, I'm not the hero here. These two are. You know, they're the ones who went to war. They're the ones who actually fought. And that is why Prince Harry is the people's prince. I'll be right back. All right, let's talk about Meghan Markle's father. Earlier this week, um, there were some photos that came out about him looking at books and stuff for the royal wedding um, tourist spots that he should hit while he's in, um, London, or Britain, rather, and all this other stuff. And, you know, the, normally there would be no big scandal about this. It's whatever, you know, a father wants to be there for his daughter on her big day. And since this is a royal wedding, this isn't just a big day. This is, like, an event unlike what we'll probably see again. Um, you know, maybe when Prince George or a Princess Charlotte or, um, Prince Louis, um, maybe when one of those three get married, um, we'll see an event like this, but we're not going to see another big royal wedding for at least another two decades, I would get, I would gather. Um, Prince George is three, I believe, um, maybe he's five. So maybe maybe less than two decades, but it's still gonna be a long, long time. Um, and you know that's assuming that the, that one of those three children of Prince William actually marries somebody 
by the time that he's 20, you know, that, I don't think that's very logical, given that I think Prince William was, like, 29 or 30 when he married Kate Middleton, um, and Prince Harry, I believe, is in his late 20s. Um, let me double check that for you. I don't know for sure. Um, oh, Prince Harry is 33. So, if, if that trend continues, it could be almost three decades before we get another royal wedding. Um, some of us will be so old that we're like, remember when... Uh, do you remember when Prince Harry married Meghan, or Duchess Meghan? I think that, I think she gets the title Duchess. Um, I, that confirmation will come later on. Um, because she's definitely not going to be a princess if Kate Middleton wasn't. Um, anyway, so Meghan Markle's father was, this, these photos came out, and it was just, like, a really big deal. And then it turns out that they were staged. He, or someone hired the paparazzi to follow him to kind of turn him into this good guy. Now, here, the little backstory is, Meghan Markle's family has been very angry with her um, through her courtship with Prince Harry. Um, Her brother, or her stepbrother, or half-brother, I don't really believe in labels, that's why I just say brother. Um was like, oh, we're not invited, blah, blah, blah. She's not even having our father walk her down the aisle. And then, it, and then it was like, oh, her father is walking her down the aisle, so the brother is a liar. And, and then the sister, after these photos came out, her sister was like, oh, you know, I did this, I paid, because, you know, I wanted people to see what a good father he is. And... He's like, no, no, I did it. And nobody really knows the truth here. Like, did he do it? Why would he take responsibility for it if he didn't? If he didn't, why did he do it? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Why are you trying to ruin your daughter's day? Um, so then, you know, then we're kind of left questioning, like, what is really going on? And the only answer that I I have is everyone wants a piece of the royal wedding, and you know if you're if you're going to be part of it, that's really going to raise your station. And I can see where someone would want to kind of change their um, how they're viewed, but at the same time, it's like just stop, just stop, okay. There is nothing worse than trying to pretend to be something that you're not. And I, you know, now it's said that he's not going to go because he doesn't want to embarrass Meghan Markle anymore. Um, But I think they're still trying to just work everything out and figure out what's going on. When we come back, I'm going to talk about the Queen's reaction to this scandal because the Queen. I'll be right back. Okay, guys, I am back. And I just want to say, drinking this Red Bull and vodka 
and doing a story about, um, or doing an episode about the royal wedding feels a little wrong to me. Like, I feel like I should be doing something classier. But also, since it's Prince Harry, I kind of feel like it's right. So, take your pick on that one. Um, so, in the last segment, we talked about the photo scandal with uh, Meghan Markle's father and how they were very staged and someone paid to have the paparazzi take the pictures. But now, word is coming out about the Queen's reaction. Um, Meghan Markle is very worried about her father. She doesn't want anything bad to happen to him. She, you know... She doesn't like all this stress being on him and whatever, which means she's a good daughter. Um, Prince Harry hasn't really said anything much about it. Um, probably because he's he's straying the line between loyalty to the family and loyalty to his bride. But when you when the queen found out about it, she was pissed. And, you know, so far she's let a lot of things slide. Um, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are already living together, which is against royal protocol. Um, the Meghan Markle's a divorcee. Um, that's not supposed to be allowed. But none of that really mattered. Um, and I think the divorce, the divorcee rule was relaxed after um, Prince Charles got with Camilla Bowles Parker. Uh, I don't even know what Camilla's um, title is because I don't like her. Um, but that, that's neither here nor there. She's not even... I mean, she's part of this because as a stepmother, obviously she plays a big role, but... Um, she's kind of just there. Um, but with Prince... With Meghan Markle and... With this scandal, the Queen was limited. She met with the Duke and some of her advisors to figure out how to handle the situation. And and the words that were used were probably not very pleasant. Um, She has... uh, I I think she really does adore Meghan Markle. But I think at the same time, she's kind of like, oh, no. My family is already scandal-ridden. I, we do not need any help in that department. You know, if, if, if need be, I will take control of the situation. I just like to view the Queen as, like, um, M from James Bond, where she's just really in charge of everything. Um, I kind of believe that, um, like, in my mind, and I know this isn't accurate, but in my mind, I kind of believe, like, she's a secret spy. Like, the queen knows everything. And, um, that's, I think that's one of the coolest things, is, I mean, even, she doesn't really know everything, but even if she doesn't gather the intel herself, like, there has to be, like, some sort of, like, ooh, I'm the queen, and you, you will tell me what I want to know. 
I don't know what accent that was. Um, I am so sorry you had to hear that. Um, but I like that the queen is a little sassy. I'd like to see, like, a, a new Golden Girls with, like... But this time, like, have old queens. And I don't mean gaming this time. I mean, like, actual royalty. And, like, they're all forced to live in a palace together for some reason. And the hygiene set ensue. You know what? I am going to write that show. And I'm going to sell it to Netflix. Or NBC. I don't know. But in any case, she is pissed off, and she is not going to take it anymore. Um, you know, they, they issued a statement, um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle issued a statement just asking for privacy, um, as they deal with this matter, um, behind closed doors, and I really want the Queen to issue a statement like, I don't know who that bitch think he is, but he, no, mm-mm, mm, no. I will be right back with more about the royal wedding. Okay, guys, I'm back. Um, and as promised in the first segment, I want to talk about this rush of merchandise that's coming out about the royal wedding. Now, you know, I uh, I trade in what's trending and what's hot. Uh, even some people will argue that this that this episode of the podcast um, it is exploitative. I tried my best not to be, um, but, you know, as a business person and someone who needs to get as many hits as possible so I can get advertising, um, I understand the, the thrill, the need to make money is really there for all of us. You know, I'm a freelancer. Yes, I have a steady gig. Um, but there's also this part where, like, that gig is not guaranteed. You know, as I've been reminded often from my contacts, it can end at any time. So, you know, as as hard as I work and as, as much as I love it, I have to be proactive in creating my own business and getting my own work out and creating income that comes from things that I generate. And then, you know, the, the, the side gig or the, or the main gig right now becomes a side gig. So when I talk about the exploitation and whatnot, I'm not mad. I totally understand it. I, I may not always agree or I might think it's a little over the top, but I totally understand why these people are doing it. Um, but I walked into Amazon Books the other day, and I was just inundated with biographies on Prince Harry and Prince Charles and Meghan Markle and another biography about the Queen. Now... Let's be real. We all love the Queen. And if you don't love the Queen, what the hell is wrong with you? Um, but Prince Harry is 33 years old. Meghan Markle is right around his age. Yes, they've had very fascinating lives. But have they had fascinating enough lives to already warrant a biography? You know, they, 
each of them probably have another 50 years ahead of them. Um, Prince Charles, I kind of understand, but why not write a biography about him and release it whenever? It's going to sell. When we're talking about the royal family, yes, the royal wedding will really move merchandise. And it will it will move books. But at any point, and I promise this is true because I've watched it happen. I've had friends who have published biographies about the royals. And they have, you know, they've sold copies. They've sold a lot. So I don't understand why there was this rush to get these all done and out before now. And someone's going to say, well, they've been researching this for years. No. 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 Um, I just don't agree with that. Um, you know, with the companion books, I, I'm writing as we go along. But, you know, the first one, Feud in the City, is not even completed yet. Um, the second one, I've started getting some sources and stuff together. Um, but I want to do them right. These biographies almost feel like a hitch up or like patchwork. Like, oh, well, we'll just take a little from here, a little from here. And that's fine. Again, you know, not hating... It is what it is. We all, you know, we we all have to do what we have to do, um, to make our money. But at the same time, you know, like this podcast, I'm extremely proud of. You know, I will be sharing it with friends and family, um, and it will probably be one of the episodes I use when I submit to advertisers because I think this is one of the better done episodes that I've had. Um, that in, in the TV up front, I think both of those were just really, really, really good. Um, but, you know, and when I, when I launch the blog, you know, and I'm selling the advertisers, I will make sure to, you know, that the writing is well done and whatever. It's not going to be patchwork of, oh, remember this? Oh, well, let's go over here. And that's kind of what I feel like is being done right now. Um, and that's it. I just, I, I really hope the exploitation kind of dies down a little bit. And we can all come together. Um, I would like to wish Prince Harry and Meghan Markle a very, very happy life together. And I'm going to raise my last Red Bull and Vodka. And cheers, you guys. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the royal wedding. And we'll be back next week.